Russ, welcome to the Make a Dent podcast. I'm so excited that you said yes and that we fit this in, and it's been such a fun day. I, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you. I, I, it's a pleasure, and I'm excited to be here with you. <laughs> okay, guys, so Russ Warner, we, we, <laughs> I, I am so excited. Like We only have a certain amount of time for this round. We're going to do two rounds. We already discussed it. But there's a couple things that I want to dive into um, with Ghost Longboard, which you and Brent are partners on. We are, yes. Ghost Longboard in Utah, and oh my. So I'm going to get into how I found you guys <laughs> and how kind of we connected in a second, but let's give the listeners who don't know a very quick background on how you started. So if I understand right, didn't you start dabbling this like 10 years ago? Yeah, so my partner Brent uh, made one of these boards 10 years ago for his son Eric, and his son is best friends with my son, Caden, and he'd ride over to my house every day. And uh, there was this clear board sitting on my porch, and I kept looking at it saying, I want one of those. Mm-hmm. And that, w- that was it. And so I asked Brent, hey, can I have one? He told me no for about four or five years. And I <laughs> thought, he's your neighbor. yeah, he's my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, and he just kept telling me no. So finally I said, come on, Brent, please give me one. So he found an old one that he made uh-huh. in his garage. He gave it to me. Okay. And I kept looking at it, staring at it for about another three more years. Kept mm-hmm. thinking, man, I need to put some wheels and trucks on this. It was just the deck. Oh, it was just the yeah, deck. Okay. Yeah. So I finally put some wheels and trucks on it, and I started riding around. I thought, I don't have any hobbies. I don't run. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. All I was doing is working. Nothing fun in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, you know, I was just like, I don't have a hobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as a little kid, I was a skater, so okay. I thought, I think I can do this again. I yeah. think I can skate. You know, I'm 49, and and it's only been 35 years. Did it? I have a question. Did it like instill that like childlike interest in yes. you when you started riding? Oh it? yeah, it, it was okay. like I was a teenager again. Yes. Yeah, okay. it made me feel like young and mm-hmm. free. Like, you know, when you first get your driver's license, you get to go take off the car and. Yes. and take off. And when you're a kid, the first freedom is a bicycle or a skateboard. Mm-hmm, some type of wheels. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's wheels. And and I went out and I rode this thing. I was like, this is so much fun. Yeah. And so I asked Brent again. I go, okay, can I sell these? And he told me no. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, did, what was his reasoning? And I wish he was here so he could speak for himself. But you know the reason. What was his yeah. reasoning? Well, well Brent, Brent didn't want a hobby. He didn't want another okay. job. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he's like, I already have one job. Mm-hmm. I am 50. I don't need another job. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what about a hobby? Yeah. <laughs> You're persuasive. <laughs> yeah. And, and eventually he says, okay, Russ. Because I, I, when I said, well, what if we just make enough money on these things that buy yourself a new car? Okay. And that's what got him. Yes. He's like, oh, okay. wait a minute. If we make, you know, $400, uh, I could get a new car. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a car payment. I go, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yes. <laughs> and, and you could tell <laughs> in the back of my head, I was like, you know, a little bit uh, more than that. As the horns yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just got to like, get him to say yes once. Yeah, yeah. And I got the start. I got the end. You know, my yeah. foot was in the door. And uh, I said, okay, you know. And it became like this challenge for me, like a video game. Like, okay, how do you get a high score? How do you market something yes. brand new? How do you... How do you get it out to the world for people to see? Yeah. And now, did you have? I want to get. I want to. I don't want to interrupt yeah. you, but I want to dive down this. Did you? Were you entrepreneurial your, your whole life? It, yes. Ever since I was a little kid, from you know a little kid when I was in middle school, I sold chocolates and suckers door to door. Okay. And to the hospitals, and uh, mm. I had a lawn care business, a newspaper business. Okay. I yeah, I've always been this little entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah, my whole life, even in college i owned a landscaping business i owned um, a chemical company 
all, all as a teenager. Did you learn some? Did you learn some of that marketing there? Or was Ghost like your first time really like okay, like this is how I, now, I have to market it? And no, like, mar- marketing is kind of in my blood. I always okay. say I'm a marketing guy first, mm. and then everything else. Okay. Because if you can't sell it, it doesn't do you yep. any good. Yep. So you know, I yeah, have I failed at a lot of little side businesses growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at them as fells. I think everything you you make a mistake on, you learn from. You have to learn, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, you don't do that. You don't hire, you know, your best friends. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could dive a whole pet. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on this. <laughs> we, we could, we could, yeah. I, I've gone down that road and okay. made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it's better to keep your friends as friends. Absolutely, and, and family, I would and say. Fa- and family is mm-hmm. right in that same bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always been in love with technology marketing. And building stuff, you okay. know, I, I've done a, you know, another little hobby I was doing, I was building mobile apps and games and, and it was kind of the same thing is mm-hmm. this little hobby of how you make a game that people play throughout the entire world. And yeah. so Ghost became a little bit that same as I wanted a product that was, it, anyone could write it in the entire world. Okay. And, and how do you do that? How do you get it out there? Okay. So what was your strategy at first? Like when you got Brent to say yes, <laughs> what was your so, first marketing strategy? How were you so, so telling the, the world? The first thing I did, I remember it was a Saturday. I went, I was sitting on my couch. I went to Shopify and opened up a Shopify okay. website. Step one. Yeah. Step one. It was okay. like $39. Okay. You know, you can't go wrong starting a business yep. of 39 huh. bucks. And, uh, I thought, great. I'll take a picture of the board. I'll put it on the website. And then it was like, okay, now I got to let people see it. Yep. So So what was the next step? Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Instagram was like every kid, I had teenagers, three teenagers. Yeah. And they're like, they're all the time on Instagram. Okay. So I thought, okay, I will take a picture of me riding the board on Instagram. Okay. And that's where it started. And all of a sudden, I got like 500 people liking it and and then a thousand. Were you just posting you riding the board and pictures of the board? Yes. How many boards did you start off with? One. One sick. I love that. What what year did you start Instagram? Do you remember? So this would have been, oh geez, uh, I think. Or how many? Two thousand seventeen. Okay. Yeah, it so, was two thousand seventeen, according to Instagram. So pictures of this one board. You're riding the board. It was winter time. Were you guys using? <laughs> oh, but there were no lights. It was ju- it was just no. a clear board. Yeah, right. it was a clear board. I bought some and trucks and wheels off eBay. Yeah. And I put it on it. And the clear board's stunning. I mean, the clear yeah. board's just like a shocker when you see yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm in my coat. Yeah. And there's snow all over, and uh-huh. I'm riding down the sidewalk okay. you know, for the first video. So, okay. I Oh, my gosh. I want to dive into this. So, <laughs> you started. This is, but this is the thing. Like, you just you just started. I think that most people get they, so they overthink scared it. to start. Like, yeah. you're like, okay, Shopify's 39 bucks. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Now I've, my, I've got my website. Now how do I get people to see my website? You're watching your kids. You're taking information from the world. Okay, I got to start at Instagram. Were you using any hashtags at that time, yeah, or just not, posting? Not at that time. I didn't know about hashtags. Okay. And and then I started learning about them. And and then I started saying, okay, what do you hashtag? And I started following everybody else's trends of mm. longboard, skateboard, and okay. and the very generic hashtags. Yeah. And then I started looking at Instagrams of how many people were following me or see me based off hashtags, I thought, wait a minute, what if people follow other hashtags? Mm. I thought, do people follow fitness? Do people follow Utah? Right. Do people follow Salt Lake City? Do mm. they follow tattoo? Yep. So I started playing around Ooh, of changing yeah. my tattoo, or my tattoos. Yeah. I started changing my hashtags almost every post. Okay. And trying to wow. see what grabs people. So mm. I would do it's real life moms, testing. dads, fitness, love, 
It didn't mm-hmm. really matter. I, I tried everything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one would like, boom, I'm like, wait a minute, what hashtag was that? Mm-hmm. And uh, Trial and by, you got to try stuff. Yeah, it was just <laughs> trial by error. And so, yeah, I'd post and the people are like, hey, I like it. Mm-hmm. Super cool. How do I order one? I'm like, well. My Shopify. Yeah. <laughs> did you have your full, was it called, did you name it Ghost from the beginning? Um, from the very it? beginning, yeah. I went and registered uh, Ghost Longboards. Okay. And so... And, and so I thought, okay, yeah, then I, I did the white label on GoDaddy. So they're going right to, you know, the ghostlongboard.com. Yep. Yep. So you're I, sending I, people through the website yeah, yeah, to order. Up, yeah, and then I asked Brent, I go, what type of designs can we do on these? So he gave me 10 designs on okay. a piece of paper. You know, one looked like a, a turtle it's called Tortuga and Maui okay. and Fishbone. So he gave me 10 designs. Did he, goes, he do those initial designs or did you guys have someone do those? No, he did those. Okay. So, yeah, he oh, drew wow. them up and I still have the original wow. paper he oh, made them really? on. <gasps> Yeah, That's so so it was really cool. cool. So I had ten ten to sell, okay, and and three shapes. So okay. I was like, okay, let's go for it. Okay, and then people started saying, hey, can I order that? And I'm like, okay, now I need to get wheels and trucks and a box and mm-hmm. and so everything was like, okay, um, where do I find wheels and trucks? Mm-hmm. Where do I find even a box? You know, That's and, like the shape of the yeah that'll yeah fit the yeah that'll board. fit it. And so I'm searching all over the internet looking for boxes, looking for paper i'm calling up ups and fedex and dhl and and they pick up the phone and ups came out to my house and said here do you need an account i go yeah i do well uh-huh. here's a printer is that you print labels okay they showed you yes that. yeah they showed me how to print labels so how long okay so you got to a point where i listened to your live the other day and we've talked but you got to a point where you're doing you said like about 10 orders a night or something yeah. out of your house yeah they were coming in off of the website, yep. right? Okay, so you're doing 10. So there's a moment. <laughs> yeah, there's there a was. Moment. There okay, was that so moment. There's a moment, and the anniversary of that moment was just a few days ago, right? It was, it was uh, May 29th and June 1st. Yes. Okay. So Last year of 2020. This, I'm, like, getting chills because I, I watched your live <laughs> the other day. So let's talk about what happened. So if I understand right, you're doing your tin orders. You get them notified on your phone, right? Like yeah, yeah. And, and I love that ding. It was like bing every time there's an order. Oh, I'm that's like, adrenaline. Yeah, it is. It was, and it dopamine. Was, it was. It was like <laughs> bing. I'm like yes, another one. And, and you get like like ten a day. I'm like yeah, sweet. And Brent you know, would call me and he'd stay after work and show up at my house about seven o'clock at night, drop the boards off on my living room floor and say, here's your ten orders. Uh huh. Okay. And I'm like sweet. And I put on audio book and and assemble them all night and. Mm-hmm. And uh, box them all up in the morning and hit the UPS store. So before we dive into the moment, I, yeah. I want to describe for the podcast listeners what this board looks like. So the boards are ac- acrylic. Am I using clear. the right word? Yep, they're acrylic, clear. Clear, they're clear boards. So like yeah. you've never seen anything like it. If you've if you've looked at a traditional longboard, it's wood and there's great designs on them. But yep. these are clear, so you can see the ground beneath you. And they have so many designs now, um, which why you reference tattoos is I think you get a lot of inspiration we, from we that, do. right? Yes. So if you imagine this clear board, it's just like shocking. So definitely go Google it. So that's what you can envision as he's trying to describe, like packaging this up. And then there's this moment on TikTok, right? So yeah, so, so, yeah, so, so did your phone just like your your phone blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got these <laughs> clear boards with light up wheels. They're really cool for people to ride around, and just go cruising. And all of a sudden, you know, we, we were doing like this ten a day. And so I had enough parts in my garage. You know, we could do, you know, we could fulfill all these orders. And it was May May twenty ninth. All of a sudden that morning, you know, I'm just I'm doing my regular work, and my phone just starts going crazy, just nonstop. 
Oh my gosh. So, uh, like bing, uh, yeah, bing, yeah. Bing. Uh, un, I mean, the point I had to mute it and, uh, and Brent calls me about 11 o'clock. Like AM? Yeah. Okay. In this panic. Yes. He's like, my phone won't stop. W- what is going on? Shut the website off. Mm-hmm. That's what he tells me. He goes, yes. you need to shut the website off. I go, I go, and, and I was like, it was amazement. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I, I love hearing this noise. Yes. And, and the reality hit him before me. You know, yeah. me, I was just in heaven like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like, oh, no, oh, no. How did you realize what happened? Because didn't you think your phone was just like tripping out? Yeah, yeah. At first, I was, I'm going in the orders, and it's just order after order after order. I'm looking at him so like, how what? Did you, like, how did you find out what, what, what the so, hell happened? So I didn't. I, at oh, this okay. point, I did not know. Until, until, so I'm trying to figure out, we had like, on May 29th, there was like over 600 orders in, in that first day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And that's in one day. And all of a sudden the next day there was another almost 600 orders. So there was like in two days, more boards than we've ever made in our career. This is the entrepreneurial dream right here. Yeah, it was. It was. And so there was panic initially, right? Yeah. So my, my daughter (laughs) comes home from school and says, Dad, did you see that you're on TikTok? And I yes, go, what there is, is TikTok? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you, had, you didn't know. Uh, I hadn't downloaded TikTok, and the so, chills, you guys. Yeah. I have chills. So I download TikTok. I I do hashtag Ghost Longboard. Mm-hmm. I find it. And there's this girl named Maddie in Ohio. Okay. That bought a 48 inch uh, longboard and. Mm-hmm. And she was showing it off. It was her first longboard. Okay. So she was just showing everybody. And, and she oh did gosh, not know, it. she only had maybe 300 followers, mm-hmm. you know, just friends and, and, uh, she didn't know what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She was just showing the board. Hey, look, I bought this board from Ghost Longboards out of so Utah. So it was like an unboxing. Yeah, it was an unboxing. Oh my gosh. Okay. And she showed it off. And, and so my, my kids, the one that showed me, it was on TikTok. Okay. So at the same time, Brent is still yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> to turn off the website. Yeah. So I'm trying to turn off the website. I'm going to each of the products and just saying out of order, you know, out of stock, yeah. out of stock. I'm trying to go through and close off everything. Uh-huh. And um, and I and I finally think I got everything closed off. Uh-huh. And people are still finding ways to find it. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Some aura, yeah, some yeah they, they would buy a part, you know, or this. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, anything they like could do. Yeah, they were finding loopholes to still order. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot get people to stop ordering. And at this at this moment, it was like, and I said, Brent. So I said, we need to decide. Mm, this, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this this was that decision. This is the moment. This is the mm-hmm. moment where where he goes, I don't want two jobs. I go, how about one? Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, I do. I, mm-hmm. I kind of want this. Yeah. This, this is the most exciting thing from an entrepreneur to see something yes. go crazy. And I thought, I do want this. Yeah. And he didn't. Uh-huh. And, and this where, you know, where the relationship did get intense. Yeah. You know, as partners, you're like, well, you then I'm going to do it without you. Yeah. Because I'm going to do it. I've already mm-hmm. made the decision. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So are you on the ride or not? Yeah. I think he went home and thought about it. And, you know, we came back and 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 there was this uh, there was this factory that was I was buying wheels and trucks from said, Russ. Turn your website back on. Now, this guy's name was Alan, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he, I love this part of the story because you guys had turned it off. I would yeah. have too. When I was listening yeah. to your live, I was like, shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what my mindset. And, yeah. and I've had to do that at Dottie's before when, like, we just got an insane amount of orders or, like, maybe two back-to-back, like, big orders. I've had to be like, 
I can't do anymore. Yeah, you just physically so, couldn't do yeah. anymore. So there's this moment where you shut it down and you're you're talking. You're trying to source parts now, right? Because yeah. you got to fulfill like 1,200 orders. Yeah. And you're talking to your business partner about yeah. like, hey, are we doing this it, or not? And he's like, I don't have time to cut this many. He mm-hmm. goes, I do it at night and and on. He goes, I'm doing them on nights, weekends, and on my lunch break. He mm-hmm. goes. Russ, I can't make that many. Yeah. So tell me about real quick, because I want to dive into the partners thing real quick. And then I want to talk about Alan. And then we're going to have to do, I just, we're going to have to do Route 2. But what do you think you said? Like, what was the conversation? What finally made Brent say yes, do you think? I, I think it was, um, I think he saw that I was going to go forward with this no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think he saw it as, wait a minute. I'm the inventor of this. Mm-hmm. If I say no, he will he'll go, go blow go this up. Yeah, he'll, go he'll go for it. it. And will I regret it mm-hmm. later on of not being a part of this company yeah. that's going to go crazy? Mm-hmm. And I think it came down also to when I said, Brent, why don't you do it full time? Mm-hmm. And he had to think about, wait a minute. Are you, you're telling me that I could quit my other job mm. and I could work for myself yeah, and I could make twice the money, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, and create my own hours. Yeah. And, and I think that sunk into him when he, when he knew I was going to go for it, no matter what, if yeah. he came along or not. What's interesting about your guys' partnership from my outside perspective is it looks like the yin and yang. Yes. So we, like we, we are, yeah, we are opposites. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why it works. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. So I just think it's such a rare case. Like Ethan and I are very similar, which is very rare. Uh, we definitely have differences, but we're very, very similar. But I think because of how we structured our business in the beginning, that's why it worked so well. Um, because partnerships are typically not they're hard. They're, they're hard. They're, they're hard. They're, so yeah. what else other than you guys are opposites, what else do you contribute to your success the, on being partners? Yeah. You know, the, the yin and yang is, is the perfect thing. I mean, he, he, uh, has never owned a business. He's, Oh, you know, I've been self-employed mm-hmm. commissioned my entire life. Mm-hmm. He's always worked for somebody. Yeah. You know, he's a perfectionist in things. I'm a dreamer, an yes. entrepreneur of visionary guy. Mm-hmm. And, and you almost need each other to keep, like he it's probably keeps you grounded oh, yeah. and like in the like yeah the real, the world. real world yeah one foot at least yeah but he needs you to have that vision to, and, to bring and it forward yeah because I keep dreaming of hey well, let's go do this yeah. let's go make this let's do this what do you think if people are in a partnership or thinking about going into a partnership what's like one piece of advice that you would say uh, prior to saying yes to a partnership I I think a partnership a you have to have a partners that are all in. Um, yeah. You know, I, I call it, uh, you know, Brett and I sat down and we call it the end of the day sweep is what I call it. Okay. Is, is the end of the day, whatever's not done, the owners have to f- do. Absolutely. And, and, and so I call it the end of the day sweep. And, uh, and that was our conversation is if emails aren't done, guess what? It's on us. Mm. If employees aren't trained, it's on us. If a board isn't cut, it's on us. Yep. If shipping doesn't go out, it's on us to do. Yep. And and that was the 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 key to the partnership is I, I don't believe you need a cheerleader as a partner. Right. You know, you don't need someone to say, Oh yeah, you go for it. I'm right mm. here to cheer you on. Mm. Now a partnership is I'm going to do whatever it takes, both of us, yep, to end the day that the business is successful. It's not on you, 
It's not on me. It's both of us are going to do whatever it takes to sweep at yep. the end of the day. Yeah. And I think too, being clear about expectations from the beginning, because yeah. you can structure it differently, but if the expectations are unclear or not written down, yeah, I and, don't know if those you guys change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. I think at the beginning you don't know what those are and, not and until you get to the <laughs> end of the, and yeah, until you get to the end of the day and you're like, well, who is responsible for doing this part? Yep. Yep. And, and, uh, yeah, and you have to start writing them down and defining those roles. Yeah, and and that's why I like having an opposite of me because we both we could both run two different directions and we're not tripping over each other, mm-hmm. and we're not overstepping each other, and yep. we both know he knows the machinery so well, yeah, and and the design. I know the marketing and the growth so yes. well. Yes, yeah. Um, I think one thing a tip too that we did at Thirst prior to opening is I did an org chart. Now <laughs> I did my best guess for an org chart yeah. and then we just, and then it was just me and Ethan's name in the entire <laughs> org chart. But then you can kind of figure out roles and responsibilities, just like you're saying, as you go, then you fill those in. And then as soon as you can hire people, you start moving yourself up the org chart. You, you replace yourself. You replace yourself, but you have uh, to define those roles. That's by so, doing. that's really hard for entrepreneurs to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it was hard for me. Uh, there, there, there was a breaking point on both of us on Brent. And there was a point where he could not be the only person that knew how to cut the boards. Yep. And, and I remember there was a time he actually said to me, he goes, well, if other people do it, what do I do? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. it was, and the same thing happened to me. If, if I'm not answering all the emails, then what do I do? Because yeah. I was answering these 600 emails a day oh till 2 a.m. And yep. eventually we had to say, you're the owner. Yep. <laughs> you have yep. to. I go, Brent, I want you to go six deep, you know, on people know how to cut. And I'm going to go six deep on people know how to assemble mm-hmm. and ship. And six deep and people know how to, uh, you know, answer emails yes. and answer customers. You have to if you're going to yeah. scale. You yeah. have to if you're yeah. going to scale. That's one rule we have uh, at Thirst and Dotties is Every position has to have their replacement. Yep. Getting trained to replace. I like six deep. That's very very smart. I think for even like any business, but the production that you or, have or cross trained. Yes. You know, and you have to think about. You hate to say, well, what if you got COVID or what if you got in an accident, and yep. and that was our talks. I go, okay, Brent, if you get COVID and you're out sick, mm. who else can do your job? Yeah. And I go, what if I'm out? Yes. And you have to always think those things through. That there are others you that will do it. They will not do it exactly how you do it. Mm-hmm. That that's a given. Nope. Yeah. You can train, 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 but they will do. Employees will don't have the heart in it that you mm-hmm. do. Yep. Even managers, mm-hmm. you know, they're not all in. It's, it's not, not their not baby. Theirs. They it's can care a lot, but yep. it's not their child. Yeah. And it's that's different. That's it why is. it's different. I think too. I do some business consulting, and what I tell people when they're they're trying to systemize it and scale is you're going to train them and they're going to do 70% of what yep. you do if you're lucky Yeah. now, but you got to think about it because if you can do 10 times the production at yep. 70%, you're still up a significant, a lot, a significant amount versus trying to do it all yourself. And, and, and I call a lot of the people, I call it, um, tripping over dollars to pick up dimes. Yes. A lot of huge. people, a lot of people, huge. you know, I, I say there's three different workforces. There's the $5 hour work. Mm-hmm. The $50 hour work and the $500 hour work. I yes. said, Brent, you and I's job is to always do the $500 hour work. Yes. And now we can always hire for the 50 and, and consult. And yep. the five, I don't want to catch me down there assembling boards. Mm-hmm. You know, now if it has to be done, 
I know how to do the five dollar. Yeah, yes. I'm going to do it no matter what. But I, I need you to focus on the five hundred dollar artwork. Yes. And and that's you know best use of Brent's time is not out always being the guy cutting every board. Mm-hmm. You know it's not the best use of me assembling every board and shipping. Absolutely. You know I go let's take us to that next level as entrepreneurs of of forward thinking of the big stuff mm-hmm. and and the higher end stuff. Did you? How did you? Did you like? How did you figure out some of that stuff? Because did you like podcast books? Did you learn that in a different field? Because you are scaling extremely well from it, it seems. And that's exactly right. You have to, I love how you put that about thinking about it of the hourly work. If you're going to scale, if you're going to be happy (laughs) as a business owner, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But how did you learn that? Like, was there a mentor? Like, how did you learn that? I I, I think that's a lot just uh, trial and error, but I think there's a lot of great books. I mean, one of my favorite books out there, uh, one is called Ken Blanchard, Raving Fans. Okay. Um, that book is one I've probably bought 100 books, 100 of those books and given them away. Oh, raving Fans. Yeah, Raving Fans by okay. Ken Blanchard. Um, there's there's another book called The Jackrabbit Factor. So let me talk about both of them. So Raving Fans tells you that the customer, so when you go to a restaurant and you order the food and the waiter comes over and asks you, how was your food? What's mm-hmm. the typical answer? Great. Yeah. Good. That means you, that means you failed. Mm-hmm. If they just say great, good, or fine, you failed. Yep. They didn't walk away as a raving fan. They're never going to go post about it, tell mm-hmm. their friends about it, mm-hmm. come back a hundred million times. They're not raving fans. Yeah. And so as a business, you have to create raving fans. So okay. when I started Ghost Boards, I wanted everybody so happy with their board. So I was only going to put the wheels on the bearings, the trucks that I personally wanted yes. on it. And I was only going to make it yes. exactly how this I wanted so it. Huge. And so if I'm happy riding the board and it's the best quality, I didn't cheap mm. anything on it. And then I know the customers are going to be happy. And then warranty, I think was important for me is like still today, someone's riding their board and their wheel doesn't work right. You call me up. I send you a new one. No mm-hmm. questions asked. This is important because it gives you, I don't know if you're, I'm sure you relate to this. I know you relate to this, <laughs> but like you then have the passion to be proud, to go out with the enthusiasm yes. that you do and talk to people on gram or in yep. person and they catch that excitement. Yeah. And you can't do that if you're not proud of it. Yeah. If you don't love your product. Now I look at some of these builders, they build these crappy box homes that are two feet from their neighbor. I'm thinking, how do you walk away from that? And you're proud, proud of, of that it. house. And mm-hmm. and that's going to be there for a hundred years. And you drive by that and you're thinking, yeah, I did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, I think you have to really love what you do mm-hmm. and you have to be passionate. And, and that is viral. And, oh, and, huge. and if you create raving fans and that's why we love the unboxing and we, we feed on people loving their board and can't wait mm-hmm. to open it up and see it. And, and the letters and tears we get from little kids is the best birthday ever. Oh my it was the only thing I wanted, that you know, is, and, and those little, incredible. those little letters and, and emails. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's why I'm doing this it's, again. Mm-hmm. And, and that it, fuels your fire more. Oh, it does. It's <laughs> like, yes, we nailed it. We're, we have raving fans Yes, and they want to tell all their friends about us. Yep. Now, you know, you think about everybody on social media, they buy products every day. How many times are they posting about something they bought? Yep. Every day. They're not. Mm-hmm. Right. The you know, only things they oh, truly love. love. Seems, but you guys are just doing such a good job of that. And I think people are, they, they get a little bit worried about either someone competing or like, they are. oh, I'm giving away this board to this person who 
maybe only has this many followers, but you never know. You guys are doing such a good job of that. And I think it's, it's spreading so much like happiness and joy. Like everyone is so elated <laughs> when they get their board. And like, I just think you guys are doing a stellar job. We have to wrap up for this one, but I want to next time talk about Alan a little bit and about how he told you guys to turn the website back on. Yeah. And yeah, it's been that, a year. That was a scary point. It's yeah. been a year since that moment. Let's just talk about approximately like your production now, so people can kind of see that uh, that yeah. that growth. Yeah. So, so the crazy thing last year, 2020 of June, we sold nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars worth of boards in one month. Yeah. And 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 we'll go to that part of the scariness of what Alan told me. You know, okay, and yeah. we'll talk about that yeah. and how scary that is to yeah. sell that. And, and right now, and so we, we had this amazing year last year, and, and one of the things I didn't want to do starting a company ever is, I call it, be the fidget spinner. Okay. And mm. where you're and one trendy. and done. Yeah, or some trendy, or be a one-hit wonder song. Yes. And so we're, we're continuing always making sure our boards are made amazing, and mm. the warranties there, that people love them with new designs and keep it going. And, and so now we're at a point where we're, uh, we're growing, and and we've studied out, we've learned a lot of a lot of little <laughs> things to make things more efficient yeah. and, and with our time. And now we're you know, we're selling in wholesale stores across the world. Uh, we're selling still online and we're opening up our first retail, retail store That's in, what I heard. in, in uh, like this week. Yeah. Okay, and it's at the outlets of the Lehigh, outlets of Lehigh, yes. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's we're gonna super go check exciting. it out. So you guys, we will come back to a round two with us. We're going to talk about Alan. We're going to talk about more about going viral on TikTok. And how and we don't become a fidget spinner. They're not going to, they're not going to be a fidget spinner. I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank you, Russ, so much. Now they can find you at, at Ghost Longboard on all your platforms. Yeah. Yep. Do you have anything else you would like to share about making a dent in the universe to the listeners? Yeah, you know, I, I think making a dent, uh, there's a few things. When we started this, there's a, we had our um, main things we want to be is a family-friendly company. Mm -hmm. That was number one. Okay. Uh, no, number two was be able to give back. Mm -hmm. And so right now we've given to Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, Underground Railroad. Oh, amazing. And we've given even some of the kids that all work here scholarships. And, uh, oh, my gosh. And so that was number two is make sure we always are giving back. And number three is always be proud of our product and what we're make, what we're doing mm -hmm. and make sure that everybody enjoys it mm -hmm. and is happy. We want people outside off their phones and yes. out uh, just have uh, enjoyment. I love, those are core values. We can talk about core values next time too and about how they can help guide your company. I love them Russ, thank you so much. Thank you. I love uh, hanging out with you and hanging out here. <laughs> And thanks for being on the podcast. It's up and coming soon. You guys check out Ghost Longboard. They're going to have some very exciting things coming up. I've seen a couple things. I'm not going to say it now. We'll wait till next time. And thanks for joining us on the Make a Dent podcast.